Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Good evening. This is Penelope Flynn, and I am one of the hosts and moderators here of Discussions from the Otherhood, and this is our Winter Solstice 2023 show. Yay! Yay! So I'm hoping that you're having a good winter so far. I was going to say we usually start with the weather report, but right now, you know, the two of us that are here, the weather is the same because we're in the same place. And then, this course, North Texas. And Otto, why don't you give um, a review of our current weather? The weather was pretty good. I mean, it was, it was dark and kind of dreary and yes. uh, not rainy, but like wet, yes. which I all like, all of it. I like all of that. Yes. Yes. All right. So, again, we're having more of the same, and uh, we're really enjoying it. I see that... Um, most of the country is kind of having mild weather. I know I spoke with uh, one of our compatriots today who indicated that he is like in the west and where he is, it was like high 40s, which is good for them for this time of year. So that's Pacific that's positive. Pacific, yeah, Pacific Northwest. Northwest right? Pacific Northwest, yes. And right. said the weather is kind of, you know, high 40s, so it's pretty good. But today, what we're talking about is, of course, the winter solstice. And I'm dressed up in my, you know, ghost of Christmas presents outfit. Though I did find out that the color that the ghost of Christmas present wears in um, the uh, Christmas carol is actually green. But I'm, you know, going with, uh, you know, um, Christmas Santa Claus red. So uh, I hope you don't mind the, the kind of mix up on it. But well, I just still... have a question. That's yes. So what is what does the ghost of Christmas present have to do with uh, with uh, the, the winter solstice? Not a whole lot. It's just that I, I like the outfit, but in a way it does and it doesn't. It it doesn't have anything to do specifically with the solstice, which is you know regarding timing. You know when it is at the shortest day. Shortest night, uh, shortest day of the year, longest night is, and that was on the 21st. But this period that we are in, which started on the 17th this year, going through the 23rd today, is actually Saturnalia. And Saturnalia is the feast um, celebrating uh, Saturn, the Roman god of agriculture. And in fact, our Christmas holidays have been placed where they are at the end of the year to coincide with this so-called pagan holiday of Saturnalia. So the colors of Saturnalia are green and red. And so that's where the green and red from Christmas comes from. Ah, and I see I've got uh, um, uh, Evan. I see he's in the chat room. But if you get on, I can pull you into the room room um, if you want boom, to get boom, in. Boom. On the boom, boom room. If you want to get on screen. But this is uh, our our Saturnalia solstice show where we are discussing our, kind of where these Christmas holiday uh, traditions come from and celebrating the fact that we made it through, you know, another year 
end of the harvest, which is, you know, a big celebration. In fact, it was interesting. I was looking online and I found where there was a place in um, the UK called Chester. And they actually celebrate Saturnalia. I've been celebrating it for, I guess, a very, very long time. Because they were, it is in the United Kingdom, a city called Chester. And they celebrate Saturnalia that whole week. That, you know, have been, yes, because they are, I believe, an actual Roman colony that was there, you know, 2,000 years ago. So they are actually practicing this, you know, um, thing. Uh, I got here, Evan saying, how do I get in the room? Let me see. How to get in the room, that's what he said. That's the thing. Yes, I have to let you in. But it's like if you clicked on here. You have to try to enter the studio, and then you have to let him in. Yes, but I don't see him entering the studio. On your thing, you clicked, and I saw you in the studio, and then yes. let you in. Right. But I do not see where he entered the studio. So you clicked on the, um, the um, what do you call that thing? The link, right? Yes, ma'am. And then you came into the room, right? Yeah, into the studio. Yeah, so you click on the link, you enter the studio, and then I put you on stage. Yes, ma'am. So anyone who wants to get in, that's what happens. You click on that link, enter the studio, and then I'll put you on stage. You click the face. Oh, don't the Facebook one's not working for some bizarre reason. But there's an oh, email okay. that I sent. Yeah, yeah. The email, email is, one. Email is what I use because I don't have Facebook. Yes, because I don't have Facebook. Now the Facebook. Are you seeing me at all on the Facebook thing? Do you see my face or anything? Or are you coming straight? Does it? default you back here. Well, that's good to know the Facebook notification is doing something because I know when I was over here in the Facebook thing, it was not doing anything for me. You know, I came in to do the live video and it would not show this setup, all it showed was me, but not, see right now, I'm on there and it's showing me, but this is terrible because I don't have any, um, my background's not here or anything like that. Okay, now I think I heard a click. Ah, Sonia. And so Sonia is not added to the stage. All right, there we are. So Sonia's added to the stage, here we go. And, um. Evan said he clicked on the Facebook notification to get in, and he is in the chat room, but not in there. And on Facebook, for some bizarre reason, it was only putting me on instead of the whole StreamYard thing. So I know there must have been something that went wrong with the way they accepted the key, and it didn't work out. But here we are. All right. We were just talking about Saturnalia. There's a, uh, there was a code, a thing that you could, I think, StreamYard so that you can have StreamYard and Facebook talk to each other. Right. And did that. And and it didn't. It, and it did not work. Because <laughs> I'm here and it, I mean, it shows me on here. Just my big face and my background of my room, which is something that nobody wants to see. And with a lot of trouble to not have that being seen. And so the streaming software thing, and you're supposed to be able to put in the key, um, but uh, you know, you copy the key, and I have no idea now where you're supposed to put it because 
there you go. I, I have no idea what happened here because I set it up and it asked me to do it. I did all that. And, and, it's, uh, and it said, no, yes, <laughs> it said, we're not doing any of the things that you want us to do. I have no idea. Facebook live ingests. I have no idea what the heck that is. That makes me concerned that we're being eaten. Ah, and there he is. And there's Evan. Hi, hey, hello. Hello. Wow. Congrats. See, you're like, you, we're, we're twinsies. Oh, yeah. I guess we are, huh? Yeah, we're twinsies. <laughs> so, yeah, I was saying that we were talking about Saturnalia and the fact that the colors of Saturnalia are green and red. And so that translated into the Christmas holidays of our Christmas green and red. Right. So we all look, you know, very green and red. Now, I didn't know, like, that I see that. Um, Sonia got her her background. <laughs> you see here that the little Santa Claus jet. Oh yeah, yeah. And That's and as cool, I know, I will go with my beautiful background of my own um, <laughs> use. My own beautiful background. But I thought it was really interesting that place in Chester that has Saturnalia and has been doing it for centuries because they were actually a Roman colony. And so I thought that was very cool. And I would like to go there, maybe, you know, travel there and go through that week of Saturnalia, the the parties and the festivals and the drinking and the carousing and the chaos. It kind of reminds me of that thing from Star Trek where people do the festival, festival, you know, every night, <laughs> the chaos, you know, to kind of get it all out of your system so that you can move forward and be normal for the rest of the time. Right. So that's what I think, you know, that their Saturnalia is. Right. And uh, I would like to go there just to check it out because they do like an actual historic Saturnalia um, celebration. Okay. And I think that'd be cool. Um, the other thing that says that I don't know if everybody had their cups and things to imbibe to have cocoa or water or tea or whatever, of course, you know, for this to give their toasts and stuff for the end of the evening. So you have plenty of time to get ready for that. But the, the main thing, one of the main things is, of course, you know, all this is regarding weather and placement of the the sun and the planets. And so all that kind of slides into the zodiacs and because evan did such a great job of it last time when we were together for the blood moon festival that i asked if he would read our zodiacs this year for the um solstice and you probably don't have but i sent it to you and two of your emails so you may have to look up the link for it but i did send you those otherwise i could do them but you did such a great job oh okay you sent those to, when did you send those to me uh, today Oh. Like very, very recently to two different emails. Okay. Your favorite good. streamer's favorite streamer. Ah, that's good. I like it. Uh, okay. I see the discussion for the. Uh, 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 the most what recent is, what email. Is, what is the significance of the zodiac on, on winter solstice? <laughs> Well, because if you figure all these things basically are forms of mysticism that, you know, try, I mean, the whole point of even things like the solstice, seasonal things to try to uh, be prophetic, to tell us what the year is going to be like based on past things. And so you look to the stars, you know, for weather, you know, you look to, you know, the sun placement of moon and stuff for weather, but also the planets and things for um determinations of how it is that you need to live your life or should be living your life or what you can expect 
going into the future. I mean, that's basically the whole, you know, my concept, you know, of the Zodiac. And so I always think it's fun to see what the Zodiac says, because I think it's a, it's a fun thing. So it's completely off base. Other things, they think, hey, that sounds, you know, actually quite on point. So did you find it yet? Uh, I mean, is this the one that has like the, all the links and stuff for StreamYard and everything? No, or? no, 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 no. This is going to be the last thing you got from me. Oh. From the last thing you got from Penelope Flynn would be an MC Amazing and Swords of Toshi. I sent both places. Oh, okay. I think I did. You know how that is. You have it sitting in your email, not sent. And in fact, let me look and see. Uh, no, it did go. It did though. It says link to Winter Solstice Zodiac. It's the name of the email. Link to Winter Solstice Zodiac. Okay. I brought uh, up something to drink and now it has disappeared. <laughs> huh. All right. I mean means I need to ask him to make me another cocktail. Or you just drank it. That's how it disappeared. <laughs> yeah, she's like, huh? No, I actually I brought. What happened to oh, okay. it? I brought you up some. It? Yeah, I, I just got it. All right, it just came. Yeah. I brought up a blackberry ginger ale so Ooh. that I would stay sober. All right. And it's disappeared. So since I can't find it, darn, I'm gonna have to. Oops, <laughs> just dropped a CD. All right. <laughs> I meant to bring eggnog, but I forgot to bring eggnog. I need some rum. I need rum. Rum for your eggnog? Yes, ma'am. You can't put Jack Daniels in eggnog, right? Well, yeah. You can put any liquor in eggnog. Whiskey in eggnog. I'll be hundred percent. I always felt like um, liquor kind of ruined the taste of eggnog, but you know. Yeah, I don't like too much of it either. I like mine kind of just, you know, but you see that on TV all the time, though, right? I know, but I like mine just plain yeah. too. I'm with you. I like mine just regular eggnog. I'm not too up on putting, you know, any spiking it or anything. I think it tastes great by itself. I remember just when my good. grandmother first put the Jamaican rum in my mm -hmm. eggnog. She goes, "You're it an adult good. now." Depends on which Jamaican rum you use. Okay. <laughs> but oh, oh here's Cranston. Did it enhance the taste of the eggnog? Hey. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, yes I sir. can. Yes. I wouldn't say enhance. I can't see you, but we can hear you. Yeah, well, that's that's for the best. Uh, the only person, you know, it's for, I, I heard from uh, William today. I was hoping that he'd be uh, able to make it, but we'll see. And uh, also, James will not be able to make it this evening. Uh, and uh, Nikki will not be able to make it because of her going, of course, to dialysis. That uh, they moved everybody's dialysis to to tomorrow. Oh. Those who actually go on Monday because, of course, it's Christmas. So she's been moved out. So she had to get to bed early in order to be ready to head out early, early morning. I didn't know they could do that. Mm hmm Okay. Let's move it up one day. Yeah, I say I and like your. Be, uh -huh. supposed to be drinking rum, so I Yes, or you know whatever your. Your um, choice is your um, drink of choice. I forgot to bring mine down. I had a little thing 
of water. And I thought, oh boy, I'll bring my water. And I forgot my water. I have. That's weird. My ginger ale completely disappeared. I bet you Kim took it when she came in the room. Ah, yeah, she probably came. <laughs> How did she walk in and walk out? Yeah. I do that all the time. I take, pick up other people's drinks. Yes. Okay. <laughs> there you go. As long there as you don't go. put anything in it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Cranston, how I didn't, uh, Ottawa and I were the only ones who were here at first. And so we had our weather report, but of course we're in the same place. That wasn't too exciting. So uh, how about you all? How is your weather, Sonia, up in Rochester? It's actually warmer now than it was earlier today. It's 39 now. It was colder earlier. I think it's because there's breeze must have died down. Um, Good. It's supposed to get up to a balmy 54 for Christmas. You know what? That's great weather for you all, isn't it? Yes, it is. Kim's been asking for a white Christmas, so we shall see who wins. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could get one, but doubtful because it was so warm now. Is it yeah, possible? I don't know. But she usually, every time she asks for a particular weather pattern, she gets it. So well, we shall she see. She got it for her birthday, so, you know, I told her not to be. She's already had one. Yeah. yeah. Okay, get it. All right, it's and how raining. about you, Cranston? It's raining men. How about that? She ever do that? Okay, great. No. I want her to rain, like, rain diamonds or coins or gold. I'll take it. Any Either one of those is great. Diamonds, coins, gold, yeah. whatever. I've got it, except I want to be inside when it happens. Yes. Because I have been here in this state when there are um, – heavy hailstorms and that'll tear through your roof if your roof is not yeah you know, With the, what, there's a spot where they used to have a garden i said mm -hmm. right there would be nice because it's already a nice little holes yes dug down i can just scoop them right up yeah go in there pick it all up all right i'm with you but if that happens you can just tell us oh no tell i wouldn't tell you <laughs> we won't tell anybody i would we tell my lawyers but so, not yeah me. it's like yeah no 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 it's like yeah, you can tell us. We'll come help you. <laughs> all that uh, picking up pawpaws and putting them in a basket thing that nah, you do. I tell my lawyers. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's like, <laughs> it's like you'll be setting up, setting up for print, setting pretty. You know, from <laughs> now on. Of course, people probably ask you, you know, where you stole it from because they aren't going to believe that this kind of fell from the sky. A likely story. That's why I'll have my lawyers. <laughs> A likely story. Okay. <laughs> Okay, what about you, Cranston? How is it in your well, neck of the woods? Been, uh, the, the early part of the week has been pretty cold, uh, like really cold, like in the lower, up in the upper 40s. But today it was up to 70. Wow, that's yeah. warm. So, hey, that's, that's that is like a normal Florida Christmas. Yeah, that's Florida for you. So. Yeah, that's a normal Florida Christmas. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that. I mean, here actually it's rather warm, isn't it? What is the temperature here now, Otto? About I don't know, but it felt like sixty, about at least fifty-nine, sixty. Yeah, it really did not feel cool, too cool at all. I mean, I think only because it felt a little wet, but it did not feel cold. So yeah, we are really getting that warm weather, and it only makes me worry about you know January and what's going to happen to us if we're going to say you know, the weather's going to say well. You used up all your good weather in December. Now you don't have any more for the rest of the winter. Now it's just going to be, 
you know, uh, frozen tundra moving in through to the beginning of March. So let's hope that we don't get that. But um, Evan, you did get to find the, uh, the Zodiacs? Yeah, I did. All right. And so what we can do is, well, I mean, since all the gangs out here, we can start with those of us who are, or you can just start from the beginning and go all the way down. What do you right. prefer? I guess we can start with like whoever's here and then do the do the rest. All right. Well, who's here? Do the well, most important zodiac. Got two Tauruses. Yeah, okay. The Taurus is in. The Tauruses. <laughs> what is Taurus? Okay, so uh Taurus. On this day of the winter solstice, the moon in your sign will make you feel like you're in the right place in the at the right time. Because you are. Even if family issues or vacation snafus pop up, you have great instincts about how to smooth out any snags quickly. The days that follow the winter solstice still maintain a feeling of confidence for you. Take this as a sign to not second guess yourself in the coming months. Your self-assuredness is well-earned, though you might still want to wear your zodiac power colors for an added boost of confidence. With original and experimental Uranus in your sign, you may feel a little ahead of your time. Hmm. All right. So you're having residual effects of your confidence floating you all in through the beginning of the year. Congratulations, mm -hmm. Taurus. Through your rain. Through your rain. Yeah, okay. I, I knew he was going right. to say something uh, Yeah, I knew. <laughs> well, Cranston, what are you? Uh, Capricorn. Capricorn. So what does Capricorn look like? Okay. Um, Capricorn. Here we go. Capricorn. This is your time of year, Capricorn, as the winter solstice graces your sign with expansive goodwill. Mercury, the planet of communication, joins the sun and adds charm to all of your social engagements. People are finding you more engaging than ever, and as your birthday season arrives, you are ready to have more fun than you can possibly imagine. If you're following winter solstice astrology, also make sure to check out your zodiac compatibility, as you are apt to have a flirtathon during the winter solstice and in the days that follow. Cut oh loose and be free, Capricorn. Yeah, let your freak fly. Like, fly. like yeah. Cranston needs an excuse for that. That's right. <laughs> Tell your companions to watch out. Hey, you have been warned. That's right. That's right. I so, have a question. I have a huh? question regarding Taurus. It says something about colors. I want to know what the Taurus colors are. Yes, you're to ask the them. The Taurus um, power color is um is green. Hmm. The Taurus power color is green. It's supposed to attract money. I, yeah. I can see so, it. Just for reference, these are all of the power colors. I'm just going to go over them right now. Mm -hmm. um, so, as I said, Taurus is green, Aries is red, Gemini is yellow, Cancer is silver, um, Leo is orange, Virgo is brown, Libra is pink, Scorpio is black, Sagittarius is purple, Capricorn is gray, Aquarius is blue, and Pisces is light green. Light green, okay. Mm -hmm. Huh, how interesting. I don't think I own anything that is light green. In fact, it's not ever been a power color for me. In fact, it's always been a color that I avoid because it doesn't look very good on me. Green and beige. I'm not That's why you don't have I power. Guess. You don't need to get power. I guess you're right. I need to work work on that. Get, get past right. that. And get some power. All right. Well, I know that our my our resident Leo is not here, who is my daughter. Uh, what is Leo's zodiac? Let's see. Leo, Leo is uh, focused on good rest, uh, on rest and good heat health during this winter solstice season, as the sun joins Pluto in the wellness sector of your chart. Of course, as a Leo, you need to be the life of the party. But once you've raised your glass and toast, indulge in a little spa treatment, Netflix and chill, or do whatever makes you feel the most relaxed. You are known as one of the happiest zodiac signs, and let's face it, you are a happy. You are happy getting a lot of attention. 
You can always plan a group outing to do a little self-care as the sound of your friends laughing at your jokes fills you with joy. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, nice. That sounds like a how, great girl. That's a how great many, talk, girl. Yeah, how yeah. many of you all are Taurus, actually? Me. Well, I am. So three of you all are Taurus? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, okay. And Capricorn was Cranston. And Libra is, I have a sister that is a Libra. What is a Libra? Yeah, my girlfriend is also a Libra. So. All right, yeah, so let's hear Libra. Yeah. And Libra has a power color of what, yellow? Um, Libra is... Um, pink, pink. Pink, yes, Libra right, okay. is pink. All right. Yeah, so I'll just, I'll for, for what's called reference, I'll re-announce re the power color before mm -hmm. I do the thing. All right. All right, so power color, for um, it's Libra, power color pink. Um, this is a cozy time of year, Libra. The winter solstice accentuates your home and family sector, and you may want to stick close to the ones you love most. If you had to deal with the miscommunications with relatives earlier in the month, this is the time when love prevails. You are, after all, known as one of the most polite zodiac signs. During this astro astrological event, socializing shifts into philosophizing. So maybe bring your best friends over to spend some time with the family. You likely already have your core friends, but winter solstice astrology says that you might just find someone you didn't know as deeply who really makes you feel appreciated and loved. Hmm. Well, that's, nice. that's nice. Yeah, it is. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So how about um, um, Sagittarius? Yeah, Sagittarius. My yeah. mom and one of my sons is Sagittarius. Yes. My brother is Sagittarius. Let's see. Uh, you find Sagittarius. Sagittarius, real quick. Here we go. Sagittarius. The power color for Sagittarius, by the way, is purple. Um, color. The sun and Mercury just finished up a stint in your sign. And on December 21st, the winter solstice arrives, christening your house of money. It's a fine time to pre consider a pre-New Year's purge of clothes and junk that would find a better home at Goodwill. Giving makes you feel great, which is probably why you were known as one of the happiest zodiac signs. They say that generous people are the luckiest, and your largesse of spirit comes back to you in surprising ways. Whatever you do this season, you are apt to find that luck turns your way, especially in matters of finance. Wow. Cool. That I sounds like a good I can one. Use finance. Yeah, I could use that too. And so I we have. Okay, wait. Now we have a child born at the end of July. Uh, no, no, June of June. So what's that? That's not Gemini, is it? What's the end of June? Um, that's June cancer. 28th. June 28th is cancer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, then give us cancer. All right. Don't give cancer. us cancer. The you did that already. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, you did Leo. You did Leo. Leo. Yeah, Leo. You can cancer now. Yeah, cancer, which is uh, power color, is silver. Nice. Um, winter solstice astrology is all about love for you, cancer. Your beloved or your closest family uh, members and friends are apt to appreciate coming home to you. You do well hosting a gathering and being the unifying element and the different connections between the people in your life. When you sneak in some time alone, pull out your journal and start writing down some resolutions for 2024. The heavy Capricorn energy around the solstice and in the, in the month that follows may keep you reserved. But once 2024 is in full gear, there's no stopping you. Wow. That's cool. Wow, that sounds powerful. Yeah. 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 I'm almost scared to hear mine, Pisces. Okay. I want to change my Zodiac sign. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, Pisces. Oh, here you are, Pisces. Like we said, uh, Pisces' power color is light green. And um, the winter solstice accentuates your house of friends and community. Pisces, uh, friends and community, Pisces. 
The Tonus is set, uh, set to refresh the good times with your pals and put silly misunderstandings behind you. Generosity of spirit is the phrase of the day, and your friends love your innate ability to give. It's a wonderful time to explore different neighborhoods and new haunts with your besties. You're in the mood to mix things up, so go places that excite you and go with your gang. All right. That sounds great to me. Mm-hmm. You hear that, gang? <laughs> go with it. Go with it. Yeah. Okay, now we got two for two of the people who aren't here. And uh, James's birthday is September 17th. So that makes him a Virgo. Mm-hmm. And William's birthday is October 18th. And that makes him a Libra. Okay. okay. So we already did Libra, right? Yes. Oh, I can read so it again Virgo. if you want. But we can so, do, Virgo. We do Virgo right now. Yeah, yeah. I know a girl okay. named Virginia. And the name of Virginia, they called her Virgin for short, but not for long. Boo! This guy. Cute, cute. Two shows a day. Continue. So, yeah, Virgo. (laughs) Oh, pardon me. Uh, So, Virgo, whose uh, power color is brown, Mm -hmm. says the winter solstice marks the sun's entry into Capricorn, where it is joined by Mercury, the planet of communication. Mercury is your ruler, and it's urging you to apply creativity to all of your endeavors. Whether it's redecorating your living room, journaling, or diving into photography, hmm. you have an, art, an extra artistic flair with words and images right now. Additionally, in the days around the solstice, you may be the object of someone's special attention. Hmm. Check for your astrological compatibility, but of course, trust your gut more than anything. Others are noticing you now, so don't be afraid to hold out for the best date or mate. Oh, that's a good one. You know, mm-hmm. I, hear, I hear a lot of journal writing in these other... Um, you know, zodiac signs. I no journal writing for Taurus, though. No, yeah, they didn't say anything for us for Pisces, did they? You know, it's like you got to follow your follow your what's called, I think. Follow your uh, your um, uh, your instincts, I think. That's the yeah, whole point. not your journal, your instincts. Your okay. basic instinct. Yeah, I, I see that Adam was in the room saying you gave them cancer. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. No, we didn't give anyone cancer. Okay, yeah, but yeah. Yes, that was that was quite great. I don't understand. You know what? I'm here. And you know what? You can post here. And the thing, I guess, in order to do Facebook, I've got to go to Facebook to go into the comments. Oh, yeah, for like the to reply in the comments. To yeah, the yeah. So that's yeah, yeah. kind of crazy, um, this thing here. There's supposed to be a way that the Facebook comments come into StreamYard. They're there, but I cannot. Oh, maybe this recipe. Okay, hold on. I see a thing here that might be the correct thing. It says manage access. Uh, It should be here. Uh, Yes, I don't know why it's not doing what it's supposed to do. It's here. All right. Yep, yep, yep. It's supposed to be here, but I don't see why it's not doing what it's supposed to do. Hmm. This is weird. It says it's active. All right. So I checked and it says it is there, but I do not know why it is not talking. <laughs> why we'll figure it out. Well, we know that apparently people are being able to comment and uh in the facebook chat i guess but we are not able to see them let me see 
Okay, let's see. Okay. This shows us here. I'm trying to see where the um, discussions are. Because this is weird. Like, I can see the chat. All right. This is open chat. Open chat. One member active. That may be me. All right. I think, yeah, that would be me. But I don't see how it is that it's Adam here. How is he hearing? Are you hearing it in Facebook? And can you hear me in Facebook? Yeah, it's all it's all like so when I came in initially, like this was the way that I was looking at it through, like where you could only um you could just like say stuff in chat. That's when I was um or doing earlier. And uh But could you, you hear can, we can, we can hear everything. You can hear everything, yes. Ah, but you, hear, like being, you can't see it. No, you can see it too. What can you see? Me or just me and and No, you can you you should be able to see everybody because I remember like I could see everybody. That was like participating. You gotta be kidding. Was... Why? Because when I look at it, all it shows is me. Oh yeah, that's yeah. It's that's like watching. Look at... a, it's like watching a television show. You you can watch, but you can't participate. Can you just watch it? Uh, so it is right now live, right? Uh, should be yeah. Okay. Because yeah, when I came in through Facebook, like it's live, it's 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 live in Facebook anyway. So just keep smiling, cheese. Uh, so can you see you hearing and seeing? Can you see me or you see all of us? I'm talking to Adam right now. Yeah. So it's a live stream. So is it showing all of us or is it just showing? I my... just. I just went on Facebook. I see all of us. Excellent. And the cat and captioning. Excellent. Yeah. That's fantastic. So obviously I did something right, but only I can't see it. That's great. I mean, I mean, it depends on where you're trying to view it from, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I'm fine because I'm looking. At, I'm viewing now from. Um, I'm in Streamyard because I can't see it. Oh. In, um. In um. Anything. What Facebook? Because I mean, that's right, where right. I, I think like that's where you, if you want to like view everybody, that's probably where you have to view it from. from see, Facebook. I see everybody in Streamyard, and that's why I thought I'd be able to see everybody in Facebook. And the Facebook has a ten-second delay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so well, it works at least. Now we know it actually does work. Even yeah, though I cannot see it working. That it works. Fabulous. All right, who else did we miss? Whose zodiacs have we missed? Um, I guess Nikki's. Nikki was Virgo. Oh, okay. So, wait, wait, okay, we have Pisces, Aquarius, Aquarius. We did not do Aquarius. Okay. All right, so I'm going to do Aquarius. And Aquarius is um, uh, what's called, uh, power color is blue, by the way. Nice power and, color. And um, for Aquarius, it says, the sun and Mercury both enter your house of endings and new beginnings during the 2023 winter solstice. Next year will be a big year for you, Aquarius. So clear out the projects, social obligations, and daily habits that no longer serve you. Wow. You want to make space for expansive, exciting new opportunities to enter your life. Look back on old notes and diaries to see what you were hoping for in years past. This upcoming year belongs to you as Pluto enters your sign. Will it transmit for the next 20 years? Wow. See, everybody got diaries and journals. You know? I, I, hey, I, I know. I don't have one. 
We don't, we don't need diaries and journals because we're following our instincts, right, man? Yeah, oh, okay. and it's said right. to manifest everything that we need. Right. Okay. Like I said, with original and experimental Uranus in your sign, you may even feel a little bit ahead of your time. Mm. Hey, don't experiment with my Uranus. That's for Uranus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> going there. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, uh, fin uh, fingerprints? No fingerprints. No, stop it! <laughs> all of you, all of you. Um. Uh, okay, say. So I was saying, uh, uh, if you know that your expanded sign information, like rising, etc., and something moon. Yeah. We're 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 just doing the the basics. We're not going <laughs> all of yeah. the rising sign and who's on the cusp. We and yeah we did ilk. yeah. Where the sun's rising. Right. Yeah. What was the name of that lady who used to do uh, uh, astrology every day in the newspaper? What was her name? Jeanette something. Jean something. No. Jean. I forgot. Name. I forgot her name. Yeah. Gene Shepherd, or I can't remember the name. No, Gene Shepherd is the uh, Christmas story guy. The writer. Okay. By yeah. the way, I think the only uh, the only one we haven't done is um, I think Scorp is a Scorpio. I think. Okay, what's Scorpio? I don't know anyone that's Scorpio. Do you? By, by the so. way, by the way, why is it that these cool signs have songs and you know Taurus? Does, does Taurus have a song? Because you know Scorpio and Aquarius and mm -hmm. we're too cool oh. to have a sign. Pisces doesn't have a sign. It didn't have a song. Let's I don't see. think anybody out has a sign. Well, Sagittarius does. A song. Uh, Aquarius. Uh huh. Oh, we you didn't know? do Gemini either. Isn't that is a song by Eddie Kendrick. I'm a son of Sagittarius. Hmm, read that song. Yeah, I th I think the ones that we haven't done are Aries, Gemini, and um. And Scorpio. Oh, Gemini. Uh, Dot is Gemini. Oh, okay. My sister's Gemini, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. She's two-faced. All right, man. That's okay. Keep, keep, anyway, go ahead. All right, so Gemini, by the way, Gemini's uh, power color is yellow. Mm -hmm. So the winter solstice falls in your house of partnerships and legal matters. With Pluto, the planet of self-transformation, finishing up a trans transit in the same sector, you have a rare opportunity to do a reset with the specific matters that have dragged you down in the past. Find a quiet moment and consider what you would like to begin in the new year. Opportunities abound, so rest up, clear your mind, and prepare for abundance. And don't forget to check your rising sign and sister signs for more intel. All right. See, I don't know rising signs or sister signs. That's where it starts to get too complex. A little hazy. Yeah, because complex. I don't like complexity. Just give me the, the broad strokes. The broad strokes. Okay. okay so, and that is Gemini. How about Aries? Okay, let's see. Aries. All right, oh, Aries. Aries. Aries, I thought was a cool sign. Yeah, Aries, the power, power color is red, by the way. Mm. And um, this uh, for Aries, it says, this time of year, you're typically ready to go wild with fun activities on a packed calendar. But the especially heavy uh, Earth energy may put you in a more slow moving mood this mellow vibe will likely be good for your relationships and your longer term business plans sometimes aries are pigeonholed as impatient and brash this winter solstice will shine a light on your more mature traits and you will magnetically pull good luck to yourself you won't need to chase anyone or anything spending time with your best friends based on your zodiac is apt to bring joy to your heart and you may just love the way your oldest friends make you feel although you are known to chase excitement 
This solstice may help you enjoy the feeling of stillness just as much. That's nice. That's a nice one. I like the ones that focus on friendship and and reestablishing those bonds and those relationships. I think that's very good. So what else is that? So were those the only ones or was there one more? Scorpio. Do we do, yeah. we did, Scorpio we did not do. Okay. Scorpio we did not do. No. Okay. By the way, for earlier, like I don't got I didn't get to say it, but for the uh, power color for Leo is orange. Um I think I don't know if I got to say that, but Yeah, you did. We gave all of them all at the same time. But yeah. think about it, man. See, that means that Roman Maricus and you should all be Leo. I'll have orange. Now I'm gonna try to find something nice and green to wear. Yeah. Um, but for um Scorpio, like I said, power color is black. Um, and um, at least I think yeah, power color is black. And uh, it says for Scorpio, this is a very lighthearted time of year for you, Scorpio. The winter solstice falls in your house of socializing, so of course you should get get a, get about and have fun. Um, Mercury, the power of communication, aligns with the winter solstice and gives you a chance to laugh and breathe. You are coming out of a super hardworking end of the year, and the pressure is finally off. You are always thinking ahead, though, Scorpio, and will enjoy lighting a candle on New Year's Eve, meditating for a few minutes, and making your best resolutions ever. All right. That's your uncle, uh, the Scorpio. Oh, Which one? Jeffrey. Okay. He's not working hard, though. He's hardly working. He's hardly working. (laughs) Hardly working. There we go. Um, If you guys want, Mm -hmm. um, I can tell, tell you the sister signs they have like the sister signs sure. um so there are six pairs of sister signs in astrology mm-hmm. so the six pairs are aries and libra taurus and scorpio gemini and sagittarius cancer and capricorn leo and aquarius and virgo and pisces hmm. um and they said like they have like the reader's digest version of things for aries and libra they'll build, build an emperor an empire together and they said the challenge is power struggles then mm-hmm. for taurus and scorpio they'll have a deep relationship but the challenge is stubbornness mm-hmm. um for gemini and sagittarius they'll embark, embark on adventures but the challenge is commitment issues um cancer and capricorn they'll make their mark on the world but their challenge is handling stress leo and aquarius is they'll challenge the status quo challenge is balancing extroverted and introverted natures hmm. and virgo and pisces is they'll give unconditionally to each other and the challenge is making the first move hmm. those are interesting hmm. yeah they actually have more like what's called more detailed stuff if you want me to read that but i don't know like, if that's a that's maybe a for the people to... maybe for the signs that are here because we have here what only taurus pisces and Capricorn, right? Adam's Cancer. And Cancer. Mm-hmm. So those are all we have. So go ahead. You might might as well just do those. I just want okay. to hear good. I just want to hear good stuff. I don't hear anything bad. Really good stuff. Okay. So we'll read the one for Taurus and Scorpio first. Um, Taurus and Scorpio are both known for their depth and intensity in relationships. The energy between Taurus and Scorpio is all about desire and power, which they seek out in different ways. For Taurus, these desires hinge on value, both within the self and in the material sense. They feel powerful when they're secure in themselves and when they have tangible financial and material possessions they deem worthy. Berenger uh, explains, for Scorpio, the thirst for power lies in a more spiritual way. They seek power in the sense of authority and dominance. Taurus and Scorpio might be the two most stubborn signs of the bunch, so finding common ground between them might take some time. As fixed signs, neither is likely to budge first. 
However, when Taurus and Scorpio come together successfully and their lives are moving in the same direction, they have a romantic or deeply intimate relationship that feels unshakable. As these two get more comfortable with each other, Taurus will help Scorpio feel secure enough to share their feelings, and Scorpio will help Taurus open up and learn to trust people. Wow, that sounds nice. But nobody has that, Scorpio. Yeah, Taurus is not really, Taurus is not stubborn at all. Yeah. 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 I refuse to believe that. I just, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. There's anyway. nothing you can do to change my mind. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> All right. Well, how about uh? Let's see. You want to do? How about Cancer and Capricorn? Yeah. What is that? Cancer and Capricorn represent the axis of commitment and devotion. As cardinal signs, they share strong convictions and a desire desire to make their mark on the world. Both are dutiful and committed to taking charge of whatever life throws at them. Cancers rely on their intuitive hearts and move with empathy. Their leadership often comes from a sacred place in Sparager. Capricorns show authority in a public-facing way. They use logic to problem-solve and lead in a more concrete way. If Cancer seeks to provide for others by offering emotional security and empathy, Capricorn provides security by bringing order and structure. A successful relationship between Cancer and Capricorn is built on deep trust and mutual respect for the other person. Both of these signs understand the work and sacrifice it takes to build a lasting legacy, but they deal with the stress in different ways. Earthy Capricorn is known to be less emotional and more logically driven, while Cancer is famous for being sensitive and moody. This disconnect can be a sticking point in relationships, but if both partners can learn to be vulnerable with each other, these two can build a lasting relationship that is both emotionally and financially enriched. That's nice. So how about Pisces? Let's see. All right. So it's Virgo and Pisces. Um, as mutable signs, these two are flexible in how they approach life. Think of Virgo and Pisces as the connection between the physical world and the dream realm, respectively. Both these signs know how to tap into their intuition with ease, but their insights come from different places. Virgos are tethered to material connections like reputation, status, and relationships with others. Ultimately, they take notice of small details on the surface, says Berenger. Pisces are more acquainted with things beyond that, like our subconscious, abstract ideas of spirituality. They take notice of what's unseen. Virgos and Pisces make a terrific match in love if you can get them on the same wavelength. They each know how difficult how to approach difficult conversations and challenges while being open-minded about their partner's perspective. They're also both givers in a relationship and will go above and beyond to get the details just right for their partner. The real trick is getting them to admit their feelings for each other. Neither, neither is likely to make the first move, but if you can encourage each half of this pair to say what's on their mind and stand firm what they want, a beautiful relationship will blossom between them. Yay. These inspirational Zodiac quotes just might help them be get on the right track. So there's like a separate link for that. Um, ah, well, that's nice. If you had somebody in your life that was uh, Virgo, you know, which I don't, except my sisters, of course. I have yeah. Virgo sisters. All right. And um, Cranston, oh, you're a Libra, right? No, he's Capricorn. Oh. You did his Capricorn. Oh, you're Capricorn? Yeah, Libra, of course, is uh, James. James is a Libra. Ah, uh, yes. No. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was September uh, seventh. No, uh, no, uh, July, uh, August, September seventeenth. Yeah. Okay, we can do Libra, Libra right now. Yeah, Libra. but then also, who is it? Um, what is William? He's December or something, isn't he? What is he? October eighteenth. October eighteenth. Who's December? My mother. Okay, my mother's. Okay, so for Aries and Libra, let's start with Aries' sister sign pairing with Libra. People born under both these signs are natural born leaders who aren't afraid to chase their dreams, but their motivations differ. Aries is a fire sign, so they're very concerned with self-image. They make things happen based on self-satisfaction like their ambitions and passions, says Beringer. On the other hand, Libra, who is a sociable 
and a relationship-oriented air sign is more interested in the impact they make on others. They're motivated by connection. Because of their different approaches to success, it's not uncommon for power struggles to arise between these signs. But if they can come together to support each other's career aspirations and goals, nothing can stand in the way of these two building an empire. This power couple knows how to command attention anytime they enter the room, and they're always on the cutting edge of what's trendy and fashionable. Well, that's nice. For those who are trendy and fashionable. Mm -hmm. All right, and let's see. I guess like the only one we haven't done is Gemini and Sagittarius, I think. And we know Sagittarius people, so we should. What is what is Marikas? What is she? I don't know. This April, isn't it? Isn't she April thirtieth? I think she's a tor- she's a Taurus as well. Okay, all right. Oh, okay. So Gemini and Sagittarius just might be maybe the most similar sister pairing, sister sign pairing of the bunch. As they as the mutable signs, they're very free thinking and intelligent zodiac signs, and they're fueled by their shared love of the unknown. Gemini's have the fortitude to investigate and ask questions nobody thought to ask. Their restlessness often causes them to take shortcuts, says Berger. Sagittarius sees life experience as the greatest teacher and will weather the storm if if it means they'll grow as a result. Neither of these signs likes to stay put in one place for too long, which is why they're naturally drawn to each other. They're happy to keep things casual and see where life takes them without too much expectation. Mm-hmm. However, their love of freedom is one of the reasons these two have trouble committing. It takes the perfect timing, a deep connection, and some serious conversations for Sagittarius and Gemini to agree to settle down together. But if they can pull pull it off, it is pretty much guaranteed that love will quickly become the greatest adventure of all. Aw. That sounds very sweet. Yeah. And, and that's it for all the all the sister pairings. All right. So there we go, you all. You heard what your uh, solstice uh, zodiac sign readings are. I don't know. For mine, it's kind of like, you know, getting together all the friends and your crew to do things. It's hard. I got to tell you because everybody now is all over the place. So I think it's more difficult. So I yeah. guess you have to actually uh, be very um, judicious very aggressive about getting people together and planning to get together, which, you know, it's great because SojournerCon 2024 will be coming up. So everybody should go to SojournerCon and that way we all get to meet and do things and travel. Yeah. SojournerCon, Galveston. We'll be there. 2024, all right. So um, now I just wanted to, you know, go through... We had talked a little bit about that Saturnalia being at the same time, the pagan festival that we use to kind of, well, as we learned when I was in school, that we have a lot of the Christian holidays that were just kind of would done overlay over pagan holidays that already existed. So people would be more likely to celebrate them. And so Saturnalia is the holiday that our, you know, big Christmas holiday is kind of layered over in that holiday, you know, it's the you know gift giving and the partying and the drinking and celebrating the end of the the season, um, going into winter. It's uh, originally was to celebrate, as they say, the god Saturn, but even that is an overlay of more ancient pagan rituals. So a lot of these are just one um, ritual holiday celebration covered by another, covered by another. And right now, you know, this 
uh, we talked about how even Star Trek they had the festival thing or the chaos, the concept of chaos and people just running around frenetically doing whatever they wanted to do. That's also part of the Saturnalia. But I think that the Christian holiday, Christmas, kind of you know put a you know a damper on that, tamp that down. So all we have left now is the gift giving part of the program and the feasting part of the program and um and the um concepts we're talking what was that thing called the layered the weird thing where they had the horse's head and the person carries it around and they're covered like with a sheet you go from house to house and you tell the rich people to give you stuff don corleone yeah well you think about what is it the um this guy the song Godfather. Uh-huh. I, I'm, yeah. I'm ignoring him. Uh, <laughs> in the song, Wish You Merry Christmas. Oh, God rest you. Yeah. Yeah, Wish You Merry Christmas when they mm-hmm. knock on your door and say, you know, bring us some figgy pudding and bring it right here. We won't go until we get some. Oh, yeah, that, the caroling thing. That's right, you know, and that's what it is. You know, it is a, a um, holdover from those pagan rituals where people who were... Uh, poor or slaves or whatever. I mean, if you look at it, even the Saturnalia um, that they are currently practicing in Chester in the UK, that that's one of the things that they say, that that practice where everyone, you know, was you know, to join in on the fun, even the people who were, you know, um, in you know, bondage or what do you call it, uh, servitude, even those people could join in the fun and make demands, I guess, you know, like they're bringing some figure pudding, we won't go until we get some type of thing, or all of that. So I think it's, it's very isn't it weird. Mm-hmm. Isn't it weird how they sing that song? Like, I heard that song in, inside a store and Bing Crosby was singing it. Mm-hmm. And he, he sang it so, like, you know, luxuriously, you know what I mean? It, and, it, and it seemed to be more of a thuggery song. Yeah, it is. But think of it this way. They only let you do that one time a year. Like you say, 364 days a year, they're on you, on your back, you know? And you get one day out of the year that you get to be rowdy and, you know, loud and, you know, and, you know, when midnight hits, you better get yourself, you know, back to your room. And the next day, you better be up and ready to go back to servitude or whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Or should it be a master's thing? Are. Should it should it be a Bing Crosby song? That sounds well, like it's it weird. Be a... It's weird, but, but again, it's just kind of moved forward, and people aren't really listening to the words. People don't listen to yeah. People don't listen to the words. I mean, it I did for nice. a long time. I you know so oh, yeah. wish you Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. But then you don't listen to all the very uh, brash. You know, I'm gonna kick. I'm gonna kick your ass. You got five minutes to bring me some pudding. Right, right. I'm, I'm not, not leaving till I get it. I'm not playing around yep. with you. And it's not really good pudding either. Yeah, but you Figgy know what? pudding is not very make tasty. Good. You, know, you better you make better it make anyway. It, it may be bad, you better, make it, but make it give it me some. Good. That's, That's right. right. Leaving. Well, it could be they're saying we're not leaving until we get some, and they're saying it in a fun sort of way. And then uh, the uh, rich people that they're soliciting will have their servants chase them away or do a Mr. Burns release the hounds. And <laughs> Actually, what they're supposed to do is give you your stuff. They have to give it to you. That's the one day of the year pay. they have to do it. Or hell to pay, right? Yeah. Or they'll beat your ass. That's basically what, what it comes down to. 
There's no playing around. You have to do it. And the, and and they won't get charged with a crime or anything, right? No, I mean that's your day. That is your your purge day. You know, you get to go in, make your demands. They aren't going to fight with you, complain, they give you your stuff, and then you go away. You know, give so me what I want. And I go away. It's mm-hmm. a good tune, and nobody listens to the words. Yeah, but that's that was some serious business. You know, that people expected to get their stuff. I mean, they were talking, but I think about that horse thing where they take that thing, the dead, the horse's skull, and they take it down, same thing from place to place, and asking for their whatever they want. Yeah, you better give that to them because they get thuggish. So this is the well, nightmare before Christmas then. Well, yeah, we were watching yeah. some uh, Christmas um, um, traditions in Europe. And some of that Santa Claus stuff, I tell you, it's dangerous. Oh, wow. wow. We read about the thing. Where is it? In Switzerland, where they have, um, you know, Santa, what is it? Santa Claus and Schmutz, Schmutzli. Schmutzli. And, and he travels around with this guy, but they have a donkey. And they go to your house, from house to house, and determine whether or not you have been a good kid or a bad kid. And they have this big book, and they open the book. And they go through the book and they start, you know, recounting the bad things you did. Of course, your parents have been in contact with the person who has the book, telling them all the bad things you did. And then they, yeah, they will make determination as to whether or not you've been bad or good. And this one woman, we were reading this article. She said that, you know, she wasn't from there, and so she was asking local people about it. And this one young woman was saying, when she was a kid, um, you know, I guess later on she found out when she became older. That it was her uncles, I guess, her father, uncles who had done the thing. And they came there with the actual donkey and the two men dressed in the outfit and said that she had been bad. And he put her in a burlap sack and put her on the donkey and took her, like, you know. Well, that, that was the right. mention, right? Because it was a, a schmutzy is a, is a person that accompanies Santa Claus. That's right. And if, you, and if you're bad, you don't just get a lump of coal. They nope. put you in the sack, they take you in the woods, they beat you with sticks, yep. and make you into a slave. Yep. That's what happens to you. And that's when Keith Morrison comes out and says, so we will follow up on this after the commercial, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy because this girl thought this was it for her. She thought they put her in a bag and they were taking her out to the woods. So she thought that thing was real. To be old. beaten by beaten with sticks and turned into a slave. Yeah, she thought that was a real thing, and because they did it so well and made a big show of it, and thought that they're reading out of this book the things that she had done, and so the woman was saying how you know maybe they gone a little too far with their their uh, stuff, which is just their their schmutzy is exactly the same as as Krampus, but Krampus is not just some guy you know traveling alongside. Krampus is with the horns and the cloven feet. Krampus is a monster. Right. But, you know, getting beaten by sticks, getting beaten with sticks and turned into a slave is not great either, though. No, but Krampus does the same thing. He puts you in the burlap bag, he takes you, beats you with the birch sticks, and they take you to hell. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe maybe being a slave is not so bad. Yeah. Slavery is a little bit better than Krampus being Krampus. Krampus is pretty bad. I mean, he takes you off to the netherworld. You know, that's but what happens know, to the bad children. But but in, in the United States, Chris uh Chris Kringle, if you're bad, all the all that happens to you, you know, either you don't get a toy or you uh-huh. get a lump of coal. Right. That's it. They're or drastic. if you see or if you see Santa Claus, 
when he comes to your house, he'll blow pepper in your eye. That's, That's kind of messed you know. up, too. Yeah, that is, those are the things that we learned about Santa Claus. But um, also, you know, I knew about Krampus, but that was not something that, you know, we really, you know, did at our house or anything, but we knew what it was. I never knew about Krampus until I got older. Mm-hmm. You knew about Krampus as a kid? Not when I was a young, maybe like fifth grade. Not a, not, That's you know, K through, you know, K through. The fifth grade, I think, is when I we learned about Krampus. I wish and I had learned about Krampus as a kid. Why, man? That would make your I life would... so terrible. No, no, I would make make other kids' lives horrible. How so? I was scared so? of crap out of them. I was scared of crap out of them. All right, he'd report people to Krampus. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're getting down to the last final minutes of the show, and I wanted to know if you all have any holiday plans. What is everybody planning for the Christmas holidays? Staying inside where it's warm and having uh, nibbles. The families are getting together for nibbles instead of a big dinner. Oh, that's nice. This sounds manageable. Very manageable. How about you, Cranston? What are your plans? Uh, one of my sisters is inviting everybody over. What kind of nipples? We're going to uh, hang out over there. And what uh, kind of nibbles? Uh, is giving Cranston is giving his thing. Don't you think you should have asked about the nibbles before Cranston started talking? He's on a delay. Oh, oh, yeah. No, we don't. We don't know what. Uh, uh, she she usually goes all out with this really overpriced but extremely delicious stuff that she brings over. So we're looking forward to that. All right, enjoy that. Nobody's sending us anything like that, I don't think. Uh, okay, now Otto had the question to Sonia about nibbles. What is the nibbles? Different. In my mind, I'm thinking I know what that is, but I could be wrong, and he's actually right. So what is it? Yeah, different appetizers, cheeses instead of a big roast beef. We'll have some roast beef slices and things like that. And Christmas cookies. I'm going to make some uh, Jamaican grisadas, I hope. And maybe some coconut drops. We'll see what tomorrow brings. Uh, why? Is it issues of getting ingredients? I got the ingredients. It's getting the time. Because oh. I also have to help get the house ready because everybody's right. coming over here. Oh, okay. Understood. Um, Otto, what are your plans? I don't have any. Also, my... Uh... My question was uh, out there, but it was the, it's time delayed. You know, it's like delayed. So I didn't mean to interrupt Cranston. I'm sorry, Cranston. It's it's not me. It's a delay. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the delay or whatever is going on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have no plans, Otto, for your Christmas thing, your holiday? Absolutely not. I'm going to have old fashioned. I'm going to have an old fashioned New York City Christmas. Where I do nothing, I get nothing. I watch March of the Wooden Soldiers and King Kong, and go to bed. All right, sounds great. Oh, how about all right. you? <laughs> how about you, Evan? What's your Christmas gonna look like? I can't hear you. Is that me? Uh, ah. I feel like uh, most of it's gonna be like spending time with our family. Um, probably time with my girlfriend um, online and stuff. Like uh, hitting people up to see if they got what I uh, what I sent them for Christmas mm-hmm. and see if they like it, you know. Um, 
that's pretty much what it what, what it's gonna be for me. Probably like kind of the same ending as Otto's, like eventually falling asleep, but I'll be just having a different activity going through the day. Cool. I'm gonna sit back and watch turkey be made, and then I'm going to eat said turkey with cranberry sauce and stuffing, which to me is the ultimate of all things when you're cooking. Turkey, cranberry sauce, stuffing, those that is the, uh, what do you call it, the triumvirate of holiday eating. And if I have just that, I'm fine. And I'm good with that. And she won't leave until she gets some. You know, won't leave until I That's get right. some. Um, That's I, right. Adam says, I'm happy not to be working. Might work on some cider cookies, Christmas specials, and food. All right. That sounds good. You know what? The thing yeah. is so funny. Do they have Christmas specials like they used to have when we were young? Charlie Brown? I mean, the old, yeah. I mean, the old ones. No, Charlie, like new ones that they make Yeah, now. like new ones. Yeah. Now, um, there's a movie on Amazon with Eddie Murphy, Candy Cane Lane. That's pretty fun. Okay. Okay, and Adam says there's one that... phone calls and checking on homies. And war crimes. All right. Well, that's uh, I, what about the what about I the old cartoons? Um, I mean cartoons. What about cartoons? There's a new movie that came out a little while ago with like Ludacris and Lil Rel in it. Mm -hmm. I think that's, a, that's a Christmas movie that came out pretty recently. So you got Ken K Lane, like, you got this ludicrous movie. But like Is Jingle said, Jangle uh, on Netflix? I'm sorry, Otto. But like Go you ahead. Said, but like you said, Evan, you know, it's it's like when you're a kid, you don't want to watch movies with real people in them, right? So Yeah, that's yeah. So, yeah. are there any cartoons that are coming out that came for, out? Then? For well, context, for context, like I, I told um, told them this a little while ago. I don't really like when I was a kid. I didn't want to watch anything that had real people in it because I was like, like you could watch, have me sitting in front of a TV for like hours, but the moment I saw a real person, I was gone, man. So, <laughs> only cartoons and and puppet shows. Thank you. All right, all right, Sonia. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Candy Cane Lane has some sort of animated sequences. Mm -hmm. I'm not if I can't I, if I say anything more, it'll give away this plot. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I am going to watch Futurama's uh, Christmas shows because I do that all the time every year. I love all the uh, what is it, Santa Bot? Because he's terrible. Oh yeah. And I love those, so I'm going to watch those, and then I am going to watch. Uh, various and sundry iterations of Christmas Carol, which we always do. And we do multiple times, multiple times throughout the season, and I'm going to do it again. Uh, let's see what else I want to watch. I'm going to probably uh, see the Batman Christmas stuff, any Batman Christmas things. I want to watch those, which means that that will be uh, the second Batman, right? That's Christmas, and then also the Long Kiss Goodnight, which I haven't seen for a while. I want to watch that too. Batman Returns. Oh, actually, and Adams is watching that corny March of the Ten Soldiers. Is it? It absolutely is. And in fact, Otto was saying that is on the list of to watch. Definitely March of the Wooden Wood Soldiers. March of the Wooden Soldiers. After, yeah, Futurama Robot Santa episodes. Absolutely, is you have to say they are classic, and I am all into that. And that is what I'm. You gonna know what watching. else? You know what, what else? You know, what else? Um, when I was a uh, kid, we went to Radio City Music Hall. We used to go every year. And one year, we, we watched uh, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh, oh wow. And that was pretty good. Yeah. Also, since I have this Willy Wonka stuff out now, I will not watch the new one, but I will watch the old one. And then, hopefully soon, my Willy Wonka purse will get here. 
Ah, what about the? Supposedly the new one. The new one said it's supposed to be good. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen enough clips that intrigue me. Um, if you're looking for more Batman stuff, Christmas Batman stuff, they have the. They do have the little merry little Batman, uh, thing on uh, Amazon Prime, Amazon Video. That one's pretty pretty good. I liked it. Me and my girlfriend watched it together, and we liked it. All right, I'll check it out then. I like that one. And I want the one with the Joker, the one in it for the uh, Christmas with the Joker. Oh, yeah, they're from the show. Yes. Yes. And uh, Marvel has the What If, new What If series. And the episode that drops at 3 Eastern tonight is What If Happy Hogan Saves Christmas. (laughs) It's supposed to be a, I think it's a diehard ripoff. We'll see. Okay. I shouldn't say ripoff. Homage. Homage. They've been, right. they've been homage. doing homages to different movies right. so far in the three. So we'll see what happens. I haven't seen What Ifs in a while. The last What If I saw had the Wasp in it. They just, um, Thursday night? 22nd, the night of the 22nd, started back season two. Okay. Oh, wow. so and they release a new one every day. So. All right. Well, cool. Then that's good to know. I'll be on it. All I right. got a what if. Yes. I got a what if. What if Marvel started to do good stories? <laughs> you might be pleased with the what if series. Somebody, whoever's the story editor on this go round, so far has been doing pretty good. Okay. I like the previous what ifs. They, I thought those were good. So I didn't like new, them. They, you didn't like any of them? Nah. I'm going to tell you what I did like. I don't know what it's called, but the show where they taught with Thor. Was you know that was funny. That if Thor they, was the only child. No, this is one when Thor is like is actual um, Chris Hemsworth, and he's moved in with this guy. He had to find someone to live with to pay his rent because he didn't know how to do anything to pay his rent. So he got someone to come in to be his assistant, who was supposedly paying, but he got an assistant so the assistant could go get a job to pay his rent. <laughs> yeah, so that's funny. It, it was he was, so, he was such a slacker. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's complete 100% slacker. He could do nothing. But he had the type of personality. He didn't try to you, do nothing. Yes, he didn't try. So if, I don't know what they're they called, but look those up. They're so funny. There's like three Thor ones, and they are hilarious. They're just fantastic. So anybody else, there anything they want to communicate, you know, um, for the holiday season? I, I wanted to make a comment on like what Adam said about watching that corny March of the Ten Soldiers. Uh-huh. It's a, a tradition. That's, yeah, he said, when soldiers is a tradition. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so like... Um, you know, I remember like watching that um, movie back when I was a kid, mm-hmm. and uh, that was one of the few things that I would watch that actually had real people in it. Um, and that the part near the end when they finally like get like all the so the mm-hmm. the soldiers to like actually start moving when they mm-hmm. actually like, activate them, that's always like even now I'm kind of like, oh yeah, that's- yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, great. yeah. Great. I love that as a kid. I do too. That's great. I love that as a kid. I did not the ever is, see the, the March of the Soldiers. Mm-hmm. The thing is about that movie is a lot of people like like 30 years ago never heard of that movie. I yeah. did not know it. I did not know uh, of it until Otto introduced me to it. And they they called March of the Wooden Soldiers and also Babes in Toyland, I think they say. Yeah, yeah. it's a New York, New York City tradition. Mm-hmm. Every year, Excellent. even now. 
Even now they show that. Wow. And I remember we first moved to Texas, and uh, he was calling the stations, the television stations, asking when they were going to play March of the Wind Soldiers. And they're like, the wood of the whatsies? They had no yeah, idea. Or Blockbuster. They didn't never heard, they never heard of it. Yeah. How did you get it? I think I got it sent for on 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 tape from New York, straight mm-hmm. from New York. Yeah. Oh wow. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. I remember. I remember we got it from somewhere because they didn't right. have it here. Right. So yeah, that was definitely a family favorite. And then, strangely, then they started playing it um, on television. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people move around. That's why. Yeah. Maybe people moving from south to north to south and said, "Hey, where's asking like you did?" And, and the and the Yule log. The Yule log. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Yule log. Yeah, if you don't have a, a chimney, a fireplace, you you know turn on the television for the Yule log. Mm-hmm. And now, let's face it, you go online and there are so many very um, beautifully rendered uh, Yule logs now that you can see. Yeah, so they're they're really nice too. Yeah, definitely, they're really great. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff if you really look. That you will find that'll heighten the holiday spirit. I got to tell you, you know, it's hard when your children are very young. You're really always into the Christmas spirit, but the children get older and they move away from getting things like toys. It's a little bit harder to get to the spirit, you know. Getting go out, to, you know, fight with the other parents to find that perfect toy. That's one of the, you know. Well, let me ask you this, Penelope. Aspects. Let me ask you, what if anybody knows? What are the five most um uh i guess i guess uh desired toys popular toys this christmas season i have no idea i just we don't have any kids and do people refer to do people to still kids still refer to them as toys or they call something else i mean the only thing you have to go is sure everybody has five still right well that would be yeah I mean, that's something everybody asks for is that a toy just what do you want for christmas I mean, I would say that like that stuff definitely falls under the uh, umbrella of toys because I mean, it's a thing that kids like, but they want to play with that, you know, um, that's going to hold their attention for a good while. Right. You know, I, I wouldn't, I, I would say that the concept of toys hasn't gone away. It's just evolved over the years and um, like video game consoles and stuff like that are just like the next wave of things like, especially when you uh, have like you know, things that are sturdy enough to like, you know, deal with the kid, like handling them, you know, yeah, uh, that kind of thing. I think like a PS5, like a, even like um, if you give a kid any kind of game console at this point, it's not even, you don't have to give them a PlayStation 5. You could give them a PlayStation 2 or something like that and they'd still be happy with it because it's something that's like, you know, definitely going to really cool. It's going to hold their attention. I remember the first time like, um, my parents got me a what's called like a they got us a Sega Genesis um, for Christmas and it had like Sonic Spinball. If anybody remembers that mm-hmm. game, first off, that is a really difficult game that children probably shouldn't be playing, but it's um, it's still fun. It, it was still something really fun and it held our uh, held our attention. They had uh, what was it Maximum Carnage and uh, what was it the, like Spider Man <laughs> game? And, yeah. yeah. What was the other one? Separation, um, separation anxiety, anxiety. Yeah. yeah so and that was two player yeah and then we bought things like what is it mortal kombat when you remember that yeah mortal kombat 2 yeah so, i mean i mean so so what is the it doesn't what fit the, the five, 
Mm-hmm. What are the five yeah. most popular games? PS5, and what's next after that? I mean, like, what it comes down to is, like, it's, like, it's like when you're talking about like the like the consoles and then the video games, right? Because the I guess the consoles will be up there, but then you have to buy the games for it. So then it's like what's what's like what's the most popular game on that system? You know, you kind of have to kind of, you kind of have to break it down from there. I think uh, what's the most popular game on that system or whatever, or which games are the most popular that are multi-platform? It all it, it all gets pretty murky after after a point. I mean, at this. What it comes down to is, in my opinion, and this is just me me talking right now, but if you buy the thing that your kid wa- that you know that your kid wants, um, and you just buy something you like, if you buy things that you think they're going to be interested in, like you buy them a video game console, you think okay they might be interested in this game, and you buy like two or three games, the likelihood is that one of those, at least one of those, is going to hit. One of them mm-hmm. is going to be a, a smash with them. And then you, from there, you basically just say, well, they like this game, so maybe they'll like this game, and this game, and that game, mm-hmm. and this game, and this peripheral that goes with right, the console. Right, right, right. You know, so. Yeah, I, this, I think that's what I used to do. It's like, well, they like Sonic, so whatever the new Sonic thing is, I'll mm-hmm. get it. Oh, right. So no, no, more, no more action figures. And, and, and remember Baby Dolls? That's gone, right? Oh, yeah. No, but, yeah, Barbie kind of, the movie Barbie kind of killed the baby doll industry. One of Adam says, I look forward to reading the ungrateful kids on Twitter being mad on Christmas Day. Wow. Yeah. But you know what, though? There are things that people still do get um, fashion dolls and stuff like that that they like. Man, but not they baby dolls. Baby, well, you know, baby dolls, is, I think, is a bad thing anyway, unless you know, everybody gets to play with them, boys and girls, because the concept that girls have to have baby dolls to prepare them for the possibility of being a mother. Well, what about guys? The possibility of them being a father. Why don't they have to play with the baby dolls? I love fashion dolls. Well, Still, to be honest, Penelope, like... I did play with my sister's baby dolls, and mm-hmm. you don't know, you don't want to know what I did with them. <laughs> it's like, why is my dog ball headed? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tur- <laughs> turned them into weird Barbie. Yeah, they turned a couple. It looked like Cynthia from the Rugrats. Yeah, Cynthia from the Rugrats. Yeah. According to CNET, they're listed as the five top uh, toys for this year, and uh, in, in, uh, from the least expensive to the most expensive, starting with fingerlings, which are cute interactive baby monkeys for your finger. Uh, followed by and that's sixteen dollars. Then the next one is Biz Bit. Bitsy Interactive Pet, which is a fun pocket-sized digital pet. That's $25. Then we get Dog E, which is a robot dog for the whole family. Fortunately, one of those Boston Dynamics dogs. Uh, Then we get uh, the return of Furby, the interactive plush toy. Wow. And at the list, most expensive one listed is Barbie Dream House 2023. Oh, yeah. $129. How much? $129. That's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, I've been a kid. I would love to have had a Barbie Dream House. One of us did get one. Um, <laughs> was it, was it the beach house? The beach house. Barbie Beach House. Listen, listen, Penelope. If my mom spent $129 for a Barbie Dream House, we would have to live there. Like, like live there, <laughs> literally live there. 
Well, you know the old joke that says, you know, when I grow up, I want to be Bobby. That witch has everything. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, we yeah. all had to squeeze our ass. We had to squeeze our ass in that little townhouse because hundred twenty nine dollars <laughs> a lot of money. That's yeah, a lot I mean, of money. I mean, I'm saying if you're getting something for somebody for Christmas, and that is that Max oh, gift. That is, yeah, you know, that is the thing that, that they want. The Barbie Dream House and a Barbie. I didn't hear PS5. That's it. I didn't hear PS5 on there. Is that not considered? A I toy? think it's for little children. I think it's for little children. Little ch- toys, which little kids. There's Furby on there. Something that's little kids. What um, are you supposed to do with that, though? Play with it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, this is exactly what I did when I was a kid. Like you just like take the action figures and you make up little adventures on your own, and yeah, you know, you just like yeah, that's what I did. Like for Furby, though. I mean, you know, Furby. Uh, Furby has its own like draws. I think you know. Like the Furby, like you're responding to you, like the stuff that you say and stuff like that. Okay, like, all right. It's know. like that to- that thing that you all used to have. They used to tell stories. Teddy Ruxpin. No, it was another thing. He looked like a little troll. Oh, I remember that thing. Yeah, that little thing. Remember? He didn't say nothing. And no, he, he told stories. stories. Yes, he, he told stories. Oh His yeah, these yeah, stories are too damn short. But he told stories. He didn't. I know what you're talking about. No, no, Penelope. He told sentences. He didn't tell no story. It told stories. It did tell stories. He didn't tell no story. It's not. Look, the you were the guy. You were the guy no. who watched Zabumafu with the kids and made me think, like, act like that was normal. I love Zabumafu. You know the thing about it is, it's like I wish, like, looking back, I wish I had appreciated the the a toy like that more than I did. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm like that. Not really. That wasn't. All all he did was say sentences. He didn't tell a story. Yeah, he did tell story, stories. Though. It's not a bad toy. Yeah. In fact, I mean, because, you know, like the ultimate pack rats, the thing's crazy. You know that toy is probably still here in this house somewhere. Yeah, probably. I know. Yeah. I know yeah. what I'm Yeah. Because we don't throw anything away. So it's probably here. Yeah, I think I, I, yeah, I enjoyed that kind of stuff like that, getting those little things. It seemed like they would be fun. You know, it's something that would engage kids. But, look, but, but as time passes, it engages kids. has changed a lot, I think. Yeah. But you know what, though? If you go, you know, they have the Christmas tree where you go pull off, uh, you know, one of those things. and Angel you, tree? You, yeah, for kids. For, there's, when you pull that thing off, there's no, they're, no, they're not wishing for toys. Mm-mm. They're wishing for clothes or, you know, sneakers, like, you know, really expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. I tried it. We were, I remember one year trying to go to this thing and do the angel tree. Uh, you pull the thing off. And you saw what it was that, you know, the person wanted. And so I looked at the thing. And I looked at what they wanted. I took the thing and put it right back. And so I was like, that's like, what you want is the same price as my rent. I can't afford that. You know, put it back, you know. So locally, the way they do it here is they do have the child put down their sizes so that they can get an outfit, a pair of shoes, a pair of pants or skirt or blouse or a shirt. And uh, then, you know, anything else you do, you can go crazy and stuff with it. Because I always figure if you get, when I got one, I say, well, no use having a new pair of shoes if you have old socks. So you got to get socks to go along with it. Yeah. If you're going to get a new shirt and a new pair of pants or whatever, then you need to get a, uh, you know, new underwear to go along with mm-hmm. it. And, 
And uh, I still to this day know nothing about video games or anything. So when I got a kid one year and he said that he wanted a PS5 for his toy, and I started asking my coworkers, well, how much does a PS5 cost? Oh, and they were laughing instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds about uh -huh. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah but a kid. This is like even if you had the money, it would make no difference because you still can't get it. Yeah, you know th that was um during um I think this was a uh, Black Friday last year. So mm -hmm. me and some of my friends were talking about you know it's like this was it's like the PS5 was still pretty uh, pretty popular. So we we're, were talking about the fact that like on the Black Friday last year, it's like oh check it out man the Black Friday deal for uh for the Xbox Series X is it's like been discounted by thirty percent, and the Black Friday deal for the PS5 is that it's available for you to buy. <laughs> How much is it? $500. Do you think that a, a kid uh, on Angel Tree sh could, should put down something that costs $500? No. Well, they, I think that they they're encouraged like... just to ask. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of kids are withdrawn within themselves. They're so used to getting nothing that they, you know, just ask. Well, but I think the problem is that you ask for something like that. A lot of things in my mind I go through is like, what is the possibility that child's going to be able to protect that? I don't want protection. That, okay. <laughs> Other people who want that PS5. Exactly. Exactly. You know, what is the possibility that child's going to be able to get that thing and not have an adult or some other child, an older child, take it from them and possibly sell it? Really? You know? Oh yeah, I think about stuff like that. Are you we give the kid a thing that no, it does would only have value to them, you know. Because here's the thing: like a PlayStation Five, yo, people still are, like if somebody were to see you walking out of a store with a PlayStation Five, you're a target. You are a target. Wow. Yeah. That, that, yeah. that, that you are a target. If you're yeah. you walk out the store with a PlayStation Five in full view, you are a target. Yeah, wow. it's like you're going to be Black walking Friday. straight to your car with it in an opaque bag it, that people can't yep. see what's in it. There was, it oh, I was going to say, there was one guy who was selling just the box on eBay and put on there that this is just the box. And How people were going crazy. They were going crazy for it. I can't remember what one of the sell final selling prices, but I was like, people aren't reading the ads. All they saw was PlayStation Oh, 5. they thought they were getting the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and you know oh the thing God. is, is like people were getting PS5s, and people were buy, like, here's like the scalpers would come out, come out and play. They buy a bunch of PS5s, and they go online, and they're five hundred dollars, and people they'd sell them for a thousand bucks, and people would buy them because mm -hmm. that's how wow. much they wanted. But if you think, but you think that if they couldn't find somebody, they couldn't like like get a good a good clean hit in the jaw on somebody that's carrying one to their car, and they can mm -hmm. make off into the make off in the night they wouldn't do it you better believe they would man like ps5 if for some reason is that that me and when me and uh, my uh, girlfriend went to go get because she bought me one for, uh, on black friday and we went to go pick it up from target and we went and we had it so we parked in a spot and somebody from the store came and put it in the car and we drove off mm -hmm. like yeah there'll we be none of that no there's no why does somebody from the store have to come put it in your car because like it was like a what's called thing. It was like one of those 
we ordered it for um uh pickup, pickup. Like, you know for yeah. what's called oh. for a um curbside pickup so oh no man like i remember one time when they said that they were selling ps5s at a walmart that it was like basically like whenever somebody wanted to buy one they uh, had to do like you know like putting in nuclear codes or something like that. They had to have wow. two people. And they had to come in and turn the key at the knob and try to turn the key at the same time wow. to make the sale and everything. It was crazy. Like you, if you were somebody at the register, you could not sell it without getting somebody else that was like a manager or something to come help you do it. Wow. Like, wow. That, that's how. It, that's how big of a deal it was. And wow. I was, I was not even how it was. How it is. Like it's a little less. So now. But like people are still slathering over PlayStation yeah, Five, man. That's why I would never, I would never give one to someone in Angel Tree. You would never I, give, you, I you would, would never, never give a kid. Nope. Because you I'd think be you put so them in afraid. danger? Yes, I, I really do. I think that you know, it would put that child in a precarious position. You know, I would not, I would not do it. I mean, like, wow. and let's say even if they don't get it taken or, or taken away by some like opportunistic adult or older child, I mean, who's to say that they're gonna get to play it if those exactly. adults or older child children are in the house? They'd That's be right. like, okay, like you're somebody limiting the time that you get to play on a system that was given to you by somebody else, right? You know, like the gift to you. They say, okay, well, you've had your time. It's like, what do you mean I had my time? It's mine. They gave it to me. Yeah, well, I, well, I live here too, and this is my house. I pay bills. I pay for the electricity. Right, it's right. That and the third, so you got to yeah, give me a third, yeah. You know, that I kind would, of, that kind of BS. Something that they could actually get, but I'd be afraid that if you gave a kid a PS5, and it's somebody who has to get this stuff on the angel tree, that it would not last in their home for long. Uh, I yeah, I think I'll stick. I'll stick with what Cranston gave, a pair of pants and a pair of drawers. Yeah, that sounds good. Man, as an adult right now, I could use that right now. Yeah. You Seriously, know? we had uh, one year when I had this kid, and they always put the age of the kid, and this kid was like, I think, 10 years old, and they wanted a size uh, size 34 waist pants and um, size, I think, 11 shoes. And it's like, what about, how big is this kid? That's like a dude. <laughs> 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 what somebody said probably the mother filled it out and that was either something that was going to either the kid's father or her boyfriend i'm big for my age yo yeah right no. yeah <laughs> no i'm, I'm so big for my age me. i'm playing child support <laughs> <laughs> i'm mature i'm a mature 12 year old <laughs> that's it all right, I got, all, I got obligations. I got everybody opportunity to give your final holiday wishes since we're not going to see each other again until um, right before New Year's Eve, right? So, uh, Sonia, you're in the middle. What are your holiday wishes? I wish everyone a full stomach, some quiet time for yourself, mm-hmm. and lots of love and respect heading your way all right that's lovely how about you evan um i I would like to say that i wish everybody a a safe and um and um joyful um holiday no matter what you're celebrating i hope you have a good time celebrating it i hope that there's a lot of um uh cheer and like uh like sonia said like some quiet time for yourself some time for some uh reflection uh, introspection and um, as always, man, love, peace, and hair grease to everybody out there that decided to watch. All right. Fantastic. And Adam, you're in the chat room, and I hope you hear it. I'll give you time to hear it. 
then be able to respond and move on to Otto. And hopefully you have your uh, final words uh, as Otto. You say, what are yours? You're talking to me? Yes, I am. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking to Adam. I don't see nobody else around here. <laughs> I don't see nobody else around here talking to me. Yes. I would, I would echo what everyone else said and uh, peace and joy and safety and love. And if you have time, if you want to read the Bible, read the the, the red letter version with the, read the stuff in the red letters and uh, and and have a happy and joyous time. All right. How about you, Cranston? I would have to just say the uh, chorus from uh, the song, My Grown Up Christmas Wish, wish uh, no more lives torn apart, that wars would never start and time would heal all hearts and everyone would have a friend and right would always win and love would never end. And this is my grown up Christmas list. Wow, oh, that is lovely. That Amen. Is Amen. And, and Adam just has a bunch of applause, applausing. But <laughs> can he, you know, be specifically, but a bunch of applause, which I like. And I'm, I'm just hoping that, you know, everybody is safe, you know, um, not just, you know, physically, but, you know, in heart and mind, you know, that you are safe you know, without any um, additional, I mean, we can't have a life that's free of all consternation, free of all chaos. But I hope that, you know, that you are as free as you can be from it. And for those things you cannot be free from, that you have the endurance to manage it, you know, to get through it and um, be able to see the positive sides of what it is that we're, um, basically grasping for in the new year so take care of yourselves so that's i guess the most important thing and um adam says good and work my favorite, the- Penelope, uh-huh. my favorite line my favorite line for the little drama boy cartoon blessed are the pure in heart for they should see god so right. it's like blessed the pure heart you're not good you're not getting riches or gold or anything else they get to see god so that's the truest thing said. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now, Adam was saying, good work on another year. Remember to appreciate the unique moment in life that is you today and appreciate the people you share it with. And that is lovely. Yeah. Yes. Very, very good. Very good. Very all right. Good. Well, thank you all for joining us today as we celebrate the winter solstice, the Saturnalia, the Christmas holidays, and move on toward the end of the year. Uh, I would say usually next week, you know, be productive. I say next coming week, don't be productive. You know, relax, get some rest, give yourself a break and yeah. as we get ready to move into the new year. So thank you all so much for joining us here in the Otherhood. And we'll be back again next uh, next week. And take care of yourselves. And good night. Good night, night everybody. Good night. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 